Content warning. The following podcast contains descriptions of harm to animals. You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian. I'll be the game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Christian. I play Enzo, the weirdo, who's uh, 14 years old. Well, hi, I'm Jacob. I play Kevin, the popular kid, who's like 13 or something. I'm John. I play Joe Mar Smith. I'm the rocker kid, about 14 years old. Uh, I am Jacob, not the same one, and I play Cody the Hick. So my character's name is Mo. She's 12 years old. My, my name is Yolanda. This is episode two of the four seasons of Mad Science, The Killer Birds, part two. All right, when we left, you guys were battening down for the night, uh, waiting for the sun to go down so that you could climb up and investigate the pigeon's nest. As the sun goes down, it gets cooler and then colder, and you suddenly all decide that Cody actually did have a really good idea bringing those leather chaps. And uh, as the sun is going down, more birds start to gather uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit to the eastern part of the island. Uh, And you can see seagulls and a couple of uh, large cormorants. And as usual, that hawk circling up above above them all. Uh, Any of the pigeons that wander away from the island at that point get attacked by the, the larger birds and driven back to the nest. But if the bigger birds ever come anywhere closer to the nest... The pigeons, which seem to be much larger in number, come out in force and fight them off. Well, once the sun goes down, the seagulls and cormorants and the hawk take off to somewhere else, and the pigeons all settle down into their nest. Are you climbing up? Throughout watching this unfold, have I been able to hear any voices from the birds? Have they been saying any words? Uh, you can hear faintly from uh, up at the top of the hill the pigeons continuing to talk to one another. Okay. It's hard to make them out, but uh, they do seem to be actually conversing with one another. They'll, re- they'll respond to each other. Maybe we can bring some kind of peace offering to commiserate with them, the meaner birds. Well, Mogu's pockets well, are full of corn, seed, <laughs> and fish. Right. Corn. <laughs> Assorted grains. And I got rice. Right, the rice also. That'll be extra useful in case we encounter any vampires at the same time. (laughs) Or a wedding. (laughs) That too. (laughs) A bird wedding. (laughs) Well, guys, I don't see the hawk flying anymore. What do you think? Should we try to get closer to the pigeon nest? I think I'm going to need to uh, keep my feet solid on the ground, so I'll just kind of keep watch. And we could sneak up there with some of the couple of us go. So uh, the owl, right? The hawk is gone, right? Yes, the hawk, the hawk, and the large, all the larger birds flew away when the sun went down. I would try and go up. Okay, the sun is down. Is it dark? Dark? It is very quickly getting dark. There's still a little bit of light being cast from the uh, the lights on the harbor, but it doesn't really reach this this far very well. But the sky is clear. You got plenty of uh, starlight and moonlight. Oh, by the way, did any. Did any of you bring a flashlight? Nope. Uh, there, there might have been one. <laughs> oh. Can't be kidding. <laughs> I forgot one. I would imagine that Enzo, being a, I feel like Kevin would have thought of it. Well, Enzo almost certainly did because he's a somewhat experienced camper. 
I brought a lighter. <laughs> so if the pigeons are up there having a rock concert, oh, you're ready. Right. I think they'll be in the camping tent. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so Jomar is going to stay down at the base and keep watch. Is anybody else staying at the bottom? No, I'm, I'm going. I want to go. All right. But I do think that we should leave at least one person, or at least two people back. Watch the camp. It doesn't... It doesn't seem like it's a good idea to try to fight these birds if you're alone. Oh. Do we have somebody armed we can leave? Or does Joe Moore have a bat? Yes. I have my bat and my drumsticks. I'm armed. I'm going to call myself Mr. Aware. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's been suggested that one other person remain behind. Does anybody... Is anybody going to do that? Or is everybody else raring to climb? I mean, I can call out to you guys. Seriously, if you, if you guys want to go... How steep is this thing we're going to climb? How scary of a situation is this? Um, <laughs> it's not a it's not a sheer cliff. It's uh, anywhere from forty to sixty degrees, uh, depending on what part of the hill that you're you're scrabbling up. It's not what I would call rock climbing. It's bouldering. All right, so anybody who's climbing needs to make either a move or a stealth roll, whichever one you can do better. Like a, a sneak roll? I don't see stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, sneak. Sorry. I was mixing up my uh, game systems. Did you mean to well, say charm? And I'm, I'm looking at my <laughs> lasso. <laughs> well, let's let's hear how Mogu fails to get up the cliff first, maybe. Hey, hi. <laughs> Still waiting on a roll from Cody. Yeah, so I have I have an idea, which is to use my lasso once I get up to help other people up. Will it help me get up in this situation? Um, or should I just make the move roll by itself? Go ahead and roll with it, but I'll subtract one success. So if you only make one, then you didn't succeed. But if you make two or more, then you can help somebody. All right. Uh, move definitely better than sneak. So let's see. Okay. okay. Only one success. All right. So then Enzo has one success to share. Who is Enzo going to be helping? I guess uh, go for Mogu again. <laughs> the, the zero. Okay, and that leaves us with Cody. Now, your options here are you can use your luck to just re-roll, or you can say this is a matter of pride for you, if you can justify that. I've forgotten what your pride is. <laughs> Fighting for what's right. Or you can push the roll, <laughs> which means you just take a, a condition, and you get to re-roll any of your failed dice. So you'd get to roll five more dice and see if you can pick up another success that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Four, yeah, four so dice. I'll, I'll push my success then. I'll say that I was the last to try to get up, and I tried and failed to climb. So I refuse to stay behind while everybody else goes and checks out the birds, because maybe they, there will be a, uh, a fight. So I swing my lasso up again, trying to see if Kevin can, can catch it and help me up. And let's see if it works. Okay. And what condition are you checking for that? Uh, exhausted. All right. One success. Sweet. Okay. So Kevin catches your lasso, helps you up. You make a little bit of noise, but it doesn't seem to have disturbed the pigeons. The rocks as you climb are still warm uh, from the day's heat. Rough under your hands. The moonlight is a little bit deceptive, so you're not always quite certain where you're, where you're putting your feet is... Uh, going to be secure and quiet, but eventually you manage to get all the way up and uh, you look out over the pigeon's nest. There are a lot of birds up here. Dozens, at least. 
Um, and they seem to have constructed their nest from anything that they could pick up from throughout the Boulder Beach area. Of particular note, right as you pull yourselves up past the, uh, the lip and you're looking out across, you see a large piece of rusty metal that's got a very familiar number on it. IEX4Z32. And it's quite likely that this was taken off of a whatever magnetrine ship that was. So you're up here. You haven't yet uh, disturbed the pigeons. What are you doing? Does it look... Is there just that one piece of metal in the nest? Or does it look like there's lots and lots of mechanical-type parts making it up? It's not a, a large proportion of mechanical parts. There's a few pieces of plating. The pigeons have somehow managed to get a screen door up here from somebody's house. There's glass and uh, wood, both uh, finished and branches and twigs and so mm -hmm. forth. Uh, you notice a, a few of the birds are still awake and active, but they haven't noticed you yet. Well, I might jot down or, or sketch that piece of metal to kind of have a record of the name of that ship name. just seems like it might come in handy. All right. Um, use my, my sketch pad, which is my uh, iconic item. So maybe as we discuss that, I just like, Kevin, what are you doing? So uh, we're just on top of this. Is it? I'm kind of surveying the area right now, like with without putting whatever flashlight I have at directly at the birds. You know, <laughs> like you don't want to wake up the birds. Right now, we're kind of on a flat rock, or I guess I need a description of scene again. Uh, like what I'm, what Kevin's seeing. So you are hiding behind a smallish boulder uh, on a little incline that's mostly gravel. You can't move around a whole lot without causing like little rock slides that would make noise. The nearest pigeon is only about twenty feet away, uh, and it's perched up on a uh, a larger rock, looking around. It's surrounded by nesting materials. There. Are Quite a few others scattered here and there in singly and in groups of two or three uh, that are sleeping. Oh, does are there any bird pigeons that are kind of a little ways off where if they were suddenly caught, they might not nobody might notice? Uh, yeah, you could make an attempt to to capture one quietly. OK, I'm going to turn to Cody and say, uh, hey, Cody, how good are you with that lasso? I mean, I'm feeling a little tired, but I, I mean, I was pretty good. I, I would have won that competition if the other kid didn't step forward across the line, you know, but pigeons are a little bit small to try to rope. <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> Let's see. So we know pigeons, they're not very observant, right? Especially sleepy pigeons. <laughs> so I'm assuming I still got my bucket of water with me. <laughs> and um you probably didn't carry the bucket of water up that difficult hill oh <laughs> oh oh okay but i do have my jacket on yes so uh i think i'm gonna take my jacket off very quietly and like s sneak up to this pigeon and just wrap my coat around it smart all right, give me a sneak roll then. 
Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Uh, as you're approaching the pigeon, uh, you've selected. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Matt, minor pause. Did I get to use my jacket or does that not work? Sure. Okay, come on, guys. We can do this. My fingers are. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. You, <laughs> you do still have the option of using a luck point or pushing the roll. Or if you can come up with a way of justifying it, your to use your pride. What's your pride? I can't see how immensely charming, how immensely charming is going <laughs> to help with catching this pigeon in the dark because he's not talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm just going to do a luck roll here. Okay. Then you get to make that roll again, and uh, add your jacket as an item so that you can use that in your roll. Okay, so it's sneak and jacket, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And give it a value of wow. only jacket. Oh, yes. Oh, the jacket's your iconic Excellent. item. I forgot about that. Okay. As you're slipping up, you uh, peek your head over a rock, and there is another pigeon just like right there in front of your in front of your nose Ooh. that you were not expecting. And uh, you catch your breath, and then suddenly realize. Oh, good. This one's asleep, too. So you just throw your, your jacket over that one and back up the way you came. Of course, it wakes up as soon as you do that, but the jacket's thick enough to oh, nice. uh, muffle its noises and shouting. It's flapping around inside the, the coat. It gets into, into one of the sleeves, though, and gets all bound up. So Kevin's got a, a captured pigeon now. He better not wreck my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Would that make you less immensely charming? <laughs> well, I mean, a uh, yeah. pigeon poop. Is <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uncharming. That that too. Yeah, walk up to a girl and a little bit dried up just falls out of your sleeve onto the ground. <laughs> All right. So, but I mean, a talking uh, pigeon they... could help me be more charming <laughs> among certain classes of people. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kevin's got this uh, pigeon in his jacket. What are you guys okay. doing now? What classes? Who has the corn? I'm showing them the pigeon. Who has the corn? I don't. Let's see if let's see if it can be friendly. <laughs> it's like we just want to talk, dude. We just want to talk. Let's take it Show back. Show that we're friendly. Classic, classic bad cop, good cop. Are you going to attempt this while you're still up there on top of the hill, or do you want to take it back down first? Uh, <laughs> Kevin wants to take it back down. That's a good idea, Kevin. Good, good call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I won't make you make another uh, sneak or move roll to get back down the hill. We'll use your original roll to uh, cover all of that. So you get back down, rejoin Jomar, and I presume pull the, the pigeon out of the jacket. Whoa, how did you catch that one? <laughs> Pure adrenaline. Wow, you impress me more every day, man. <laughs> of course. So Kevin is very being cautious here. He wants to like... If he gets it out of the coat, he's holding it very tightly. Or uh, I guess he's looking, uh, guys, we need to like tie this bird up. <laughs> like on Miami Vice last week. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, do we have any twine or rope or anything? I don't see A little any. tiny chair to tie it to? <laughs> exactly. Well, we... So how's the, how's the beak? Is it like pecking at you right now? Because we... Or do you oh, have the head, too? The whole thing's I'm... in the jacket, right? He's pulled it out of the jacket to, yes. to take a look. Well, yeah, pulling it out. Okay. 
Oh wait. And aside, I say, Mogu, remember, good cop. And it's it's panicky, and it's saying, oh, no, don't hurt, don't hurt, don't hurt oh. people. People don't hurt. I, I, sh- I showed the pigeon the <laughs> corn. <laughs> okay. Would somebody like to make a uh, charm roll to uh, see if they can charm. calm it down with the corn? I'll, I'll make the charm roll. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I like it. I'm not like charming. A, I'm definitely Kevin's not charming. wheelhouse, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no kevin's like whoa hold it man um actually would uh would the pigeon if i stuffed it all the way down the sleeve would just his head stick out and it would kind of be like a straight jacket sure okay that's how he is <laughs> just his head's out he's restrained he or she See, i'm worried know. i'm worried that you're trying to make this charm roll after doing all this we'll see how smart the pigeon is i guess Okay, so uh, do I roll, or do I explain, or roll first? Um, roll first, and we'll use that to guide your explaining. <laughs> Does the jacket count? Since <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say in this situation, the jacket kind of counts against you, but I'm not going to penalize you. Oh, okay. So just roll a straight charm without the jacket. Oh, come on. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, once again, you can have the option of uh, spending a luck or pushing the roll. This is important. Oh, wait. This is, um, I am immensely charming. Oh, you are immensely charming. You could get a, a free success from that. Yes. So I'm gonna, calling on your pride then? I feel like... Yes, because, I mean, this is my first real conversation with another, my first contact with another species. And, like, I just can't imagine it going bad after seeing E.T. <laughs> All right, so what do you say to this bird? Um, Hey, sir or madam, um, <laughs> we come in peace. You can chill. We are not, we're not going to hurt you. We're the good guys. People don't hurt. Good, good. People don't hurt. Oh yeah, we're just we're just great people. People in general are great. You would not want to kill any people. Just never go to a restaurant. No kill, no kill. Is that <laughs> is that popcorn? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, this is popcorn. And uh, whoever wants to give them rice. So um, do you have so, questions uh, for the bird brain? Who's the bad cop? Or good, who's good cop? Yes, you're good. You're, you're, you're both now, apparently. Yeah, you're, you've got it. Right. <laughs> you've you've made the magic happen. <laughs> okay, um, I go. Uh, so, uh, what what y'all what are you planning to do in the future, Mister uh, Mister Peabody? <laughs> Lay eggs, nest, eat food. Lay more eggs. This is Peabody. <laughs> okay, uh, so that big, the big bird, the hawk. Um, what's he up to? Is he gonna lay some eggs or she? Hawk is bad, very bad, very bad. Hawk, kill pigeon. Oh, why? Well, it's terrible. Because he's bad. Hmm. Bad hawk, kill good pigeon. Bad hmm. seagull, kill good pigeon. 
Mm. Wow. Okay. Kevin's a little sobered by his pigeon's life on the streets. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, are why are you hanging out with the bad hawk and the bad seagulls? No, avoid, avoid, avoid danger. Avoid what? Oh, okay, I guess you know it makes sense that you avoid miss. the hawk. Oh, okay. Strength in numbers. Oh, gotcha. That's solid planning. I admire that. How many pigeons? Do you know? Lots. Many pigeons. More pigeons. More pigeons than hawk. Just one hawk? <laughs> one hawk. How many seagulls? Some seagulls. Many seagulls. Not as many as pigeons. Okay. Any other types of birds? Ooh, cormorant. Cormorant. Two cormorant. Two what? Big birds. Cormorant. Kevin does not know that type of bird. Being from the area, you you do know that type of bird. It's a uh, a diving bird. Uh, show to everyone. There we go. Oh, that is a big one. They're probably mm, what, floating, two, but Kevin believes you. Length, probably they've got about a a five to six foot wingspan. They're pretty big. <laughs> How's that compared to the hawk size? Uh, hawks are smaller. Uh, three and a half foot wingspan about but faster i think very fast and dangerous okay, but these aren't like combat birds the cormorant's a uh a diving fishing bird okay he said there's two of them that is what he said yes is there anything else that you're afraid of oh um are the two cats, <laughs> cats very dangerous okay fair enough yeah cats are dangerous I'm going to give the, the pigeon some corn just because. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> He's on our side. Yeah. So maybe uh, you help us and we can help you with uh, some of these meaner birds. Yes, yes. Help pigeons. Have have the seagulls always been on this island? Seagulls everywhere. Hmm. They follow water. They follow trash. Do you have any main pigeon, like a leader or something? No. Don't understand. Who lead pigeons? Have you noticed anything strange lately? Anything change among the pigeons and other birds? Yes, pigeons started talking. (laughs) (laughs) I see you noticed that too. Okay, well. Pigeons, comedians. When did you start talking? Went to Big Machine. Big Machine called. We went. Changed us. Big Machine called? How did it call? We hear it now. You don't hear it? I'm listening. Do I hear it? You do not hear it. No. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm going to be your ears for that. Always calling. Which direction is it calling from? Uh, He turns his head toward the northeast. What does it say? It doesn't say. It just calls. Other birds go. Birds go to it. Become changed. Do they all talk, or what happened? When... No, only pigeons talk. Other birds become cruel, evil. So we're okay. So Brian, where you were, or where we are right now, and you said northeast. Yes. The big machine is not the main reactor that we see on the map. 
Uh, no, because that would be to the southwest. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> you are you are on Big Boulder Island. Can we see anything to the northeast in the the state of light that that is? Uh, not from where you are, because you are to the southwest of that big hill. Okay, that's what I wondered. You'd have to go around to see that direction. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I want to see what's northeast of the island, guys. And the pigeons don't seem so bad. So do you want to... After all. So, Cody, I'm thinking... You know, since we, you know, so Brian, when we talk like this, can we, can we talk as characters as, as we have seen the map or are we seeing the map as the player? You have probably seen this map as the loop was being uh, laid out. It was linked to the media. Oh, This much of detail was never supposed to have been seen by the public, but somebody at the Department of Defense screwed up. So you, you've all seen this map. Okay. So, Cody, are you thinking Northeast is going to be up near that other island, just outside the loop? Do you remember from the map? Maybe. Or am I turned around? Maybe. What was the name of that island? Um, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you're talking about Sentinel Island. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's got. If I remember correctly, I'm trying to kind of remember what. I but saw. is that the is that the island outside the loop? So, or inside. I don't remember that. Sentinel is hmm. the outside one. So, but the but. birds are still hearing this call from somewhere in that area. Perhaps. There might also be something Okay. closer. Wait a minute. The big machine, did it fly? Is there a flying big machine? No, it doesn't fly. Hey, we have a boat, don't we? We do. Is it on the ground? Let's just follow... Misery's Peabody's yeah. homing sequence. <laughs> yeah. You want to come with us on a little trip? There'll be more corn where that came from. Oh, better stay here. Okay, bad cop time. <laughs> you see any people around the machine? Oh, yes, yes. One person. One people. Very mean. Do you, do you remember how I look like? Oh, tall people. Tall people. Bad smell. <laughs> hmm. Well, we know where they are, and we kind of know what we might be up against, but let's go and scout it out. Mrs. Peabody, have you ever talked to the tall man? Not me. Others talked. He's not nice. Mm. Okay, guys. Do we, let's. We want to follow the bird. We can use him as our compass. How are we going to keep up with her? Oh, she'll stay in the shirt. I mean, the jacket. Oh, okay. I thought maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So then you were talking about taking the uh, the boat to the northeast with a bird compass. With a bird compass. <laughs> Do we have... Uh... The coolest compass. <laughs> Maybe like tie like a little string with a piece of corn dangling. I think Kevin was going to keep him in the jacket. Well, right? then he'll be looking... Just out of sleep. Then he'll be looking at the, uh, the corn yeah. and not the direction that you want him to be <laughs> guiding you. <laughs> well... Peabody already told us which direction she was uh, feeling the call from, so she can just keep telling us which direction. Okay. Uh, if that is your plan, then I'm going to need somebody to make a tinker roll to drive that boat out into the lake in the dark, unless you plan to wait for morning. I'll do it. I got one success. That works, too. Uh, what's the weather on the lake? Like, 
I'm assuming it's just nice and like no waves. It's not bad. There's a bit of a current because it is actually a river, but the water is fairly calm right now. It only gets choppy in the spring and fall when there's weather. Mm-hmm. All right. So which of you is actually driving? Um, Cody can drive. I just wanted to give him inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong game system. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So uh, you motor out to the northeast and uh, taking readings, so to speak, from your pigeon compass. It does indeed lead you to Sentinel Island. All right. And for the sake of drama, I'm going to say that it's getting on toward morning as you approach a magnetrine ship. This wreck has been here for a while, apparently. Uh, It's nice and rusted out. And as you approach, you see that the main hatch has been blocked off by a big piece of metal. And as you're approaching, uh, you start to notice that uh, the birds are becoming a little livelier. So if you don't want to be spotted, I'll need everybody to make me a sneak roll again. It's that black turtle that reminds gets me through every situation. <laughs> I still need a sneak roll from Mogu. On it. Oh, there it is. All right, so Enzo has two excess successes. That's a fun phrase. But we have uh, three additional successes that we need. So first, Enzo, who are you distributing your your extras to? You've got Kevin, Jomar, and Mogu. I think this time I'll, I'll help out uh, Kevin and Jomar. Okay. Maybe they're closest in the boat. Mm. Thank you. So then, Mogu, would you like to spend a luck, or can you justify your pride? What pride. is your pride? Oh, right. <laughs> so, I guess... <laughs> Uh, kicking people, probably not the best way to be sneaky. (laughs) Unless you're kicking yourself, metaphorically speaking. (laughs) (laughs) But you could take a condition to to push it, or you could reroll by spending a luck point. But Um, you still have all three of your lucks right now, so. I suck at rerolling, but sure. Okay, I'll be <laughs> Yeah, I'm realizing I misunderstood earlier. Probably pushing isn't a good idea unless you've run out of luck, right? Because now I've gimped all the all the rest of my rolls. Uh, yeah, that's a, a valid uh, interpretation of that, yes. Oh, well. Okay, so I, I rolled again? Yep. One success. Yay! Okay. Yay! All right, so uh, what lucky break do you have that prevents you from making a lot of noise? For me? Yes, you. What lucky break I have. I don't know, man. And what kind of birds are these that are looking at us that are about to notice? Uh, mostly seagulls right now. You can't think of anything? All right. Uh, so uh, you step out, like, right into the open when there are a whole bunch of seagulls just, like, kind of all gathered around on the plane. But by some incredible good fortune, they all happen to be looking the other direction. And you duck back, duck down behind a uh, <laughs> another rock before they turn around, any of them turn around and see you. Cool. <laughs> Quantum Childhood is brought to you by this fine sponsor. Hey, kids. Do you crave the flavors of the grill but just can't beat the summer heat? Why grill when you can chill with McDossercene's Barbecue Saucicles, the savory frozen treat that's sure to please. Now available in classic barbecue, honey mustard, and teriyaki. McDossercene's Barbecue Saucicles, found in your grocer's freezer section. All right. So then, as the sun uh, starts to rise, the birds stop their roosting, take to the air, 
and mostly go somewhere else, although there's still a few that uh, continue to circle around the island. Uh, you approach the Magnetrain ship, and you see that the only way in is that blocked-off door. And from the disposition of the this big metal bar in front of it, it looks like somebody put it there deliberately. What's the front door? It's this big metal beam. Is it welded or locked or just placed no, across? It's just wedged across the, the, the door. So you'd all, you'll definitely have to move it before you can get inside. All right. Uh, which would require a force roll. Hey, can we check if there are any of the people that the pigeon mentioned? Uh, you don't see any signs of any people. Maybe uh, the lasso to tie along. That's a good idea. Is there a place to tie the rope around to gain leverage? Yeah, you could do that. Um, I'm going to need, though that means that Cody is going to have to make the, the force roll. All right. Which happens to be one of your yeah, key skills, so excellent. So I tie it around the end and wrap it around, wrap the other end around my hand a few times, and then I just explosively yank on it, trying to unwedge the, the metal bar. All right, so you pull it away from the door, which you can now open. Should we draw straws? Well, for my part, how big is the metal bar? Is it something that would be realistic to carry as like a tool to smack things with? No, it's like uh, 12, 14 feet long. Okay, so then I just carefully set it down to the side and, and take my lasso back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still leaning against the uh, the ship. You just moved it away from the door. So it doesn't clang <laughs> as we drop it? I'm going to say that uh, he was careful enough that you didn't make a lot of noise doing that. You will still have to sneak into the ship if that's what you're planning on doing. I mean, it sounds like the plan. So who's going first? Okay, who's you going first? Around guys? Nervously. I'm well, I Joe mean Moore, I can go first or I can stand at the door and stand guard. Whatever Enzo's you think. probably the sneakiest. <laughs> yeah, everyone looks at me in my black turn back. <laughs> hey Enzo, why don't you why don't you head in and do some recon, man? <laughs> All right, well it's that's what I get for wearing black, so All right. sneak roll. All right. So you slip in, and uh, this whole ship is is kind of canted, so it's a little difficult to climb up the ladder because it's it's at an angle, and you got to climb up and sideways at the same time. But you manage it, and you get up through a hatch in the floor to the bridge. So I climb up into the bridge. Climb up into the bridge. So Enzo is here. Uh, to one side, you've got a, a closed door uh, that probably leads to the storage area. Uh, this thing five is some kind of weird, bizarre machine. There are bird droppings everywhere, a reasonably disgusting number of dead birds uh, scattered all over the place. Several of the windows in the bridge are broken, and you hear somebody moving around over here in area four. So at this point, I'm just kind of like peeking my head in. You're going to peek your head into Area 4? Or are you peeking your head into the bridge? Yeah, I think just in the bridge and taking a look around. And... Okay. Uh, well, I've described what you've oh. seen. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I will. Is there something blocking the view of the section of 4? Uh, yeah, there's a, a bulkhead and a closed door there. I think I might try to sneak up to the wall and have a peek around to see 
Well, it's 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 totally closed off. You'd have to actually open the door oh, to be okay. able to see in. Gotcha. And you hear something or someone uh, moving around in there. Uh, is there is there a door that I can try to quietly open? Uh, you could try it, but you have no idea how big that room is or how close that guy is to it. Um, you want to try and get others of your crew up here I think first? I, I, yeah, I think that's, <laughs> next move is getting back up. So at least we'll be able to land. So I'll go back and tell them what I've seen. All right. So Enzo's back down at the uh, at the door telling you all of this. So what did you see in there, dude? All those crazy machines and a bunch of bird droppings and dead birds and something. There's a noise behind it. Noise? You mean like like yeah. a person? I think so. Or that or really, really big bird. So um, I think we need to do that up there. But the way it's clear leading up to the bridge. Okay. What did the machine look like? If I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it looked kind of like an arcade game. It had <clears throat> blinking lights and these long metallic arms. There was a, a number of like uh, deep cycle marine batteries connected to it for power. Okay. Uh, and there were also a lot of uh, tools of various types scattered around the room. So Enzo... How big are the batteries? They're fairly large. They're the, the type that you'd be using to uh, power a houseboat or something. It's oh, okay. about three or four times the size of a car battery. Oh, okay, big. <laughs> yeah, not not nine volts. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so Enzo, you want me to to head in there with the bat and and uh, we'll go in, or uh, is, it, is somebody going to stand guard while some of us go in, or or do you want everybody to go in? Uh, I mean, probably as many people as you can, but. We want to split half, maybe. Well, you said that the entrance to the bridge was a ladder, right? Yes. Shouldn't have any trouble with people coming from outside then, as long as we keep an eye on that that one entrance. Okay. And if your enemies are birds, you probably got more trouble from the broken windows on the bridge. Okay. That too. All right, <laughs> all right Enzo, lead the way, man. Have all your shiny stuff ready. <laughs> All right, so Enzo's already made his sneak roll. I need one from each of the rest of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is not my strength. Hey, let's start <laughs> okay, so oh, yikes. PCs is coming. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, so, basically, <laughs> we're having this conversation. It's just echoing throughout the <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so by the time you get back up that ladder, uh, whoever was in that room has heard you and is aware that you're coming. And right as the last of you comes up, this door here opens, and this guy appears. Let me see if well, I can... he looks pretty small. Mm. Oh. So there's All Don right. Dixon. Dude, he's alive. Okay. <laughs> uh, he is alive, but he is in not very good condition. Uh, he's very dirty, and his body's covered in small wounds. Looks like he's been pecked quite a bit by the, uh, the birds. He looks quite mad. And he comes out, and he says... What are you doing here? This is not where you belong. This is my place. Mine and hers. Who hers? Who is hers? She's the one that I've been doing all of this for. You guys get out of here. You kids go away. Get out of here. These these birds are coming for you. And uh, he slams a, a button on the wall. Oh, crap. That causes a few more of, light, of the lights on this uh, machine to light up. 
Hey man, chill right. out, chill out. We're we're not we're not going to cause any trouble. All right, you are now <laughs> in extended trouble. So <laughs> in this section of the game, mm-hmm. you guys will make one large roll. Okay. Uh, each of you contributing as many dice as you can to the situation. So after he hits that button, you hear a screech from outside, and almost immediately at one of the windows, that hawk appears. All right. This is a goss hawk, and it's got very unsettling red eyes. Hey, buddy. I want to try to use my mirror. Okay. What skill are you going to... So is that all that happens for now? Uh, well, this is this is the situation that you've got. You've got... Uh, Don Dixon on one side, the goshawk on the other. Okay. Uh, and you can hear the sounds of more birds on the way. All right. Jomar, what's your intent and what skill are you going to use? Well, my intent is to protect my my group. And so I'll probably use, um, I'll probably use uh, horrible in force, unfortunately, probably move okay so how how does that apply in this situation if the hawk is coming in i'm raising the bat and i'm moving towards him just to be prepared okay so you're gonna charge the hawk try to get in between it and your friends yes as quickly as you can okay yes kevin what are you gonna do the so this machine does it look like i could easily unplug anything if you want to try and disable the machine that would be a tinker roll Okay, that's not going to go well. Um, yeah, I look <laughs> at it and I'm like, hey guys, go smash that. I'll take care of the dude. And uh, I go and say, uh, um, your niece is really worried about you, Mr. Person, <laughs> Mr. Don. All right, so that's what? Charm or empathize? I guess. I think empathize makes more sense. What's your uh, heart and mind that's, are equal? Well, mine's a little bit lower, but uh, I mean, that makes I could make sense. I could see either way, maybe. How does he look like? Well, he looks like he's crazy, right? Yeah, he's he's quite crazed. But if okay, he cares about his okay. niece, that's a uh, possibly a good way to go. Yeah, we'll go with the niece. Okay. And I'll let you pick whether you want that to be a charm or empathize. It'll be mechanically identical. Oh, I want a charm. Um. Oh, wait, I'm looking at Jomar's sheet. I should be looking at Kevin's. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, charm is much better for you. Okay. Yeah, I should be looking at the right character record. Uh, and don't roll yet, quite yet. We're going to get there in a bit. Enzo, what's your move? Well, I think I'll try to... Because I guess I'm torn on s- sneaking to either help uh, Mogu work on the machine, or if there's an opening to s- sneak behind Mr. Donald. Okay, so you're going to be ambush bug then? Just try to yeah, I think so. be not seen until it's time to strike? Okay. Yeah. I want to see what's like in that room behind him if he's uh, coming all the way out. All right. Uh, Cody, what's your move? I want to try to disable the machine. I'm not sure if there's a way that I can, if there's anything on it that's that's ropeable that looks essential, or if my best bet is to just <laughs> unplug the battery by hand. If you wanted to try and uh, actually like physically break part of it by wrapping the, the lasso, the rope around stuff, and just like, yanking on it you could probably justify yeah, that I suppose. yeah that's what i was thinking if there was like sticking out bits at the top or anything that looked like they might break off all right some of those uh the those mechanical arms i mentioned look like they've got teeny tiny surgical tools okay on them. yeah i'll rope one of those then 
is that still more of a tinker thing or is it well force is mechanically going to be mechanically identical so so either one yeah i can use either one okay and mogu i was thinking and trying to understand the the way that the machine works to shut down the signal okay so that would be using it basically program or calculate Mm -hmm. all right i guess i will use program the stakes here are if you guys cannot manage to shut down the, the uh, machine and or talk Don Dixon out of continuing what he's doing, then he will continue making killer birds that will continue threatening the, uh, the area. And since you did not manage to totally sneak up on him, you've got to roll three times the number of you. So you need a total of 15 successes. You've made your plan and let's play out the scene. So everybody make their role on their particular skill that they chose. Does my jacket apply? Oh, well, I get the bird in the jacket. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, sneak. Come on, turtleneck. Oh! <laughs> Ooh. So then how does, how does this end work? Do we get more rounds at all, or do we just have to burn our luck and uh, forces... Well, this is the end of the uh, scenario, so okay. spend whatever resources you need to. I recommend anybody that got zero successes, go ahead and use a luck point if you still have one available. Okay. Well, first of all, can I can I use my pride as well for a, a like an extra success? Because that's a guaranteed yes. success, right? Correct. Cool. All right. Well, I can use my pride as well with animals like me. I like them more than people. That makes sense. You can maybe uh, get some of the seagulls to defect. <laughs> yeah. Just talk them down. Just like, uh, so how do we change the role? Or... All right, well, let me uh, organize things for myself here. I need a piece of paper. All right, so on the initial role, we've got two successes from Mogu, three successes from Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm very charming. <laughs> <laughs> to bird lovers. Evidently, uh, mentioning Stacy was was the right move. And see, Cody, you said that you were going to use a uh, your pride for one success. Well, maybe not. I, I I'm thinking about using luck first, but I'll probably end up using my pride eventually. Uh, yeah, you probably will. Go ahead and okay. and reroll for your luck. Cool. So I'll take away one luck point. I'll try again. As I throw my lasso the first time, I realize it's not going to hit, so I pull it back early, but it still doesn't hit. <laughs> all right and you've still got two more luck points yep i need to i'll need to think about how i'm going to get lucky enough to try try the same do we have to continue trying the same action i guess so since it's just the one roll right you can narrate it down however you like all right uh when we get to that point but uh go ahead and make another attempt oh should i just keep trying to go i yeah. guess i'll just we'll we'll, we'll get them one burn my luck points oh there's there three successes. Go. Okay. So nice. on my third attempt, I finally managed to loop it around one of the arms. And as I yank on it, breaking it as best as I can, I say, you have to stop. Your your birds are, they're, they're hurting people. That's not okay. <laughs> Shut it down. So Joe Marr. All right. Joe Marr had no successes. So do you want to use your luck point? Yeah, I've got Ooh. one. And so what I do is I, I hit my move again. Roll, roll that one again, right? And then yep. drop my luck point to zero? Yes. Okay. Nope. Oh, nope. Okay. And Enzo, same story. I think you already used one of your lucks, didn't you? 
Uh, I haven't used it you yet. Hadn't? I've got two. Okay. Drop one. Going for Steve. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps glancing over his head. He's looking back up and try again, but then he, he turns his head again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll try that one more time. <laughs> so you, as uh, Kevin keeps talking, <laughs> burn another one. <laughs> and sneak. Oof. Oh. Yep. So he, All right. <laughs> looks over at me again. And I just start looking at my nails. <laughs> but you did have that uh, point from your pride because the animals like you. Jomar's pride was what? Yeah, where is my pride? I, I, I think I've overlooked that. Oh, you're musically adept and inclined. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you were trying to we'll give see, people man. inspiration before. Do you want to be, uh, yeah, you want to sing, give them some inspiration? Yeah, yeah, I, I, could, I could sing something, I guess, maybe. <laughs> All right. I'll count it. Okay. I mean. What are you singing? What am I singing? Um, oh, my, let's see. There's a bird coming through the window and a guy standing by the door. I got my bat and missed him again. Let's hope that your charm holds out for all of us. La, 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 la. That's, that's, that's what I'm coming up with. All right. So then we are at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We need five more. So with my pride, do I do some, another roll? Uh, no, the pride, pride just automatically adds a success. Um, Mogu's pride was him okay. She's probably pretty mad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. So I can imagine that she's mad at all of us failing. <laughs> <laughs> that applies pretty easily in this situation. <laughs> Show us some girl power. Get it? It's <laughs> like an epic eye roll. <laughs> that silent room. <laughs> Cody, had you used your pride yet? I had. Yeah. So I okay. should be four total points, I believe. All right. That's right. So that gets us up to 12. Right, uh, three from the success. Kevin had already used his pride of being immensely charming on the pigeon. Oh, yeah. Well used. Joe Mar, we just discussed, and Enzo's. So now we're down to pushing rolls. Wait, I have one luck point left. Oh, you do? And looking at the rules, it sounds like I can re-roll only my failed dice as well. Mm, that's only for pushing a roll. For a luck or, roll, you have to re-roll okay. everything. You, you have to roll the entire... Okay. Right. And since I'm you got three that. that time, I would not do that. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I didn't read far enough. I just saw it lets you re-roll failed dice. Yeah. So for pushing the roll, you get to re-roll only the ones that didn't come up six. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess I still can do that, but uh, I'll let the others do that first. Right. So Jomar, yes. uh, you can re-roll five dice by checking or four dice by checking a condition. Okay. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do angry right now. Okay. Check that. And then, um, ah. Mm. Yeah, you can push again to get three dice. Okay. Do we still need five more successes? You're up to 12, so you only need three more. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. And I'm going to go, I'm getting scared. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Any, more, uh, any more pushing? You can keep pushing if you want. Okay. All right. I'll do it one more. So that's two die? Oh, yep. Okay. And I think success. One more. I'm going to do exhausted. And I've, okay. and I've got one more or that's it? Uh, you can re-roll that three. 
By checking one more condition. Mm, can I hold? Yes, you can. I'll hold. You can always come back to it later if you want that. need that very last die. Okay. All right, uh, Kevin. You need two oh, more yeah. successes, right? That's all. You've already got three, and you rolled eight originally, so you could, if you push, you could roll uh, five more dice. Come on, Kev. We need you, man. These would be in addition to what I did? Yep. You could be the superhero here. Okay. Uh... I believe in you, Kev. I believe in you. Okay, I'm going to be a little angry right now. Like <laughs> Kevin's getting his, he's like, dude, are you really going to do this and kill your niece? There's one more. All right, you are already a superhero, though. So let's uh, see. Cody eventually had three successes on six dice. Mm-hmm. So you could push to roll three more dice. It's true. So I guess we can run out of dice first. Um, and then is there any way to get more successes other than forcing or no? Uh, not at this All point, right. unless you wanted to throw away the three that you already got with a no. chance. So I can, I can roll three more, right? That's what you said. Yep. Oh, except it'll only be two with the condition. Is that correct? No, it'll be three initially. Oh, and then the and then next then one. Okay. Less every gotcha. time you check on right. one. Yeah. So let's see. So I'm going to check scared because I'm, I'm seeing that the others aren't pulling their weight and this doesn't bode well. And that is zero more successes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, give Mogu a chance. Do you want to push? Mogu, um, I was saying uh, I'm still angry from the time that I went to the house. Uh, no, that one was uh, removed when you had that conversation with Kevin about the Funyuns. True, Funyuns. Now I want Funyuns, I mean. Okay, I get angry. Right. I get very pissed. So you get to roll four more dice. There you go. Ouch. (laughs) It's a tough night. All right. Yep. Cody, would you like to push again? Yeah. All right. I'll take angry then. Uh, All right. Am I the only one who wasn't angry? (laughs) At this point, probably. (laughs) And those of us that failed on the... Mogu, try again with three dice. Mm. Yay! One more. Sweet. Okay, Cody. How many more? Can you still push? Uh, yeah, I have one more condition. Yay. I can take injured. All right. And roll one more die. All right. Nope. So nope. I still get injured. I I tried to rope another arm, but I fall over in my face. Mogu, two d six. Okay. Uh wait. I think I'm actually doing this wrong. <laughs> as, I, as I'm reading this, you get to re-roll all failed dice. So uh, how many dice are we missing at that point? Jomar did one, two, <laughs> three. Oh, so you don't... So Jomar, roll three dice. I, I held on my last one. Wait, you... Well, yeah, but I, I, I cheated you out of some dice because I misread the rules. Oh, okay. So what... what? One more push, two more push. Uh, you don't have to push anymore, okay. but one, yeah, you got two, three dice that you should have had that you didn't get to roll through all of okay. that. Uh, I'll do. Um, can I just choose two d six? You don't have. Then just go ahead and roll all three d six. These are dice oh, okay. that you should have rolled and didn't. Got you. Here it goes. Okay, oh. how many did <laughs> Kevin not get to roll because I screwed up? 
Um, so he just pushed one. Oh, yeah, you only pushed once. So you could roll minus one. Push again for that full 5d6. Okay. Uh, Kevin just kind of, he's feeling angry right now. And he's seeing that the negotiations are going down. Uh, he kind of just wants to punch the guy as hard as he can. <laughs> oh, in the back to bad cop, I see. <laughs> he's playing bipolar cop is what he's, he's doing. And, and is that a 12-year-old punch or a 13-year-old punch? Because that matters. Oh, 13. <laughs> 13 and a half. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's what's going to hurt. Well, what do I need to roll to punch this guy? <laughs> uh, just continue uh, rolling your your same dice pool that you'd been using. Okay. The you can narrate it. Narrate how it goes, however you like. Once once we get there. Okay. Here we go. <gasps> nice. <laughs> oh, yes. there it is. The fifteenth nice. success that you needed. <laughs> all right. So uh, tell me how this all goes down. Let's uh, let's go back to front this time. Mogu, narrate your actions. So um, I get close to the computing part of the machine and basically start to press buttons until I get the signal to stop. Meanwhile, I'm swearing a lot because I'm pretty angry about it. And potentially on my way to the machine, I might have a step accidentally in one of Dong's foot because <laughs> he's an arse. <laughs> All right, Cody. Yeah, so I I lasso one of the arms and I pull it off, pull off the surgical instrument as I shout it at Don. Your birds are trying to kill children. How can you live with yourself? All right, Enzo. Well, like I say, I think I keep getting caught sneaking. Then <laughs> uh, maybe once uh, that punch goes down, I'm able to like slip in behind them. And- uh, I jump on his back. He's over. All right, Kevin. And I just yell, "Sneak attack!" <laughs> so I mean, Kevin was doing all the talking. He gets mad when the guy is clearly unreasonable, and he runs and kind of does his wrestler move and kind of jumps and slams his his hand, fist as hard <laughs> as he can into the guy's chest. However high he can hit, all right, but and... while still kind of aiming down, and hopefully looking cool. <laughs> oh, all kinds of cool, uh, Jomar. Yeah, I think as I step forward to swing the bat, I bring it back just a little bit, and uh, I think I clipped uh, Don right across the nose a little bit, but took a good swing at, at the at the hawk, and I I think I connected. I'm, I'm hoping that I was able to to at least cause him to, um, you know, cause the hawk to maybe back up or, or think again about trying to actually attack. All right. So Cody is the only one who got injured. So while you were pulling out the, pulling all of these uh, mechanical arms down, you misjudge the angle on one of them and get a nice big gash across your shoulder uh, from a very, very sharp scalpel. That's fair, but painful. <laughs> in the meantime, feathers are flying. There's birds swooping in the uh, the windows. Uh, Joe Mar manages to pace that hawk with his uh, well-timed strike of the bat. Dawn is ranting and raving, but as soon as his uh, niece's name is mentioned, he shouts, Stacy, Stacy's in town. Oh, no, 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 no. Shut it all. Shut it all down. Yeah. Uh, and he's like pointing at, at things on the machine. Mogu notes 
what he's pointing at and flips and switches, pushes some buttons and gets it all shut down. And at the end of it all, you've got some additional dead seagulls, a very dead goshawk. The rest of the birds, as soon as that goshawk goes down, scatter uh, in every direction. And uh, then you guys just go to town on that machine and make sure it's not getting rebuilt, smashing it as best you can. Yeah. Smashing montage. (laughs) (laughs) And in the end, you leave Dawn wounded, nose maybe broken, uh, stomach punched, and uh, weeping (laughs) on the the deck of this uh, magnetrain ship. Uh, Now let's... uh, Head back to town because you still got a little bit of unfinished business with a certain corpse. We do. Yes. <laughs> we do, Kevin. We left it in that wagon, right? It was in the, if I recall correctly, it was in the wagon in the uh, the shed still. In the shed? Yeah. So what are you doing with poor Sargon? He's been through a lot. Uh, I think we got rid of our sister, right? Right. So she's well, not she believes ride. you. Or she yeah. believes everything I said. She's conveniently out of the way wherever she's playing. Okay. And I have my wet, my little red wagon. How, how far away from the shed are we going to bury this, this poor animal? Where's the nearest woods? Well, that would probably be back to that uh, dry creek near the near the river. Where it all began. <laughs> near to symmetry. That's uh-huh. what we like. Ooh, yeah, we're, we're taking a body. That's where I'm looking at with guys like... Guys, let's dump them in the river. I mean, the creek and just let them do a Viking death. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Can't just you dump can't them just in the river, the dude. River? There are people that like to go rafting on that river. Dude, you so. never would have made it as a gangster. <laughs> we gotta dig. Man, look, we gotta dig. You know, the coyotes will come and get him. Okay, okay. We'll bury him next to the river. I'm mean, next to the creek. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's good. And, and does it? Did anybody have like a, a something we can use for like a capstone to to memorialize this this sweet principal's pet? How long did he live? Like, did we put the years on there? Or most beloved pooch or something? I mean, what, dude? It's an unmarked grave. I'm still disturbed about it, but I'm trying to give Mister Popular a. A benefit of the doubt because I like him so much, but are, no, are we not trying to be discreet by the fact that this was not a natural cause, Kevin? Yeah, but then they could. Can you answer try that to question? Find who did it? We're trying to Rephrase get away the of questions, right? <laughs> um, I just Enzo, close your ears. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, okay, this doesn't get out to anyone. It's just us. Um, but uh, we, I got my bike and the dog up on the roof, and I was going to do a jump into my mattress that I'd put down there. Because, you know, Chuck's babysit. Uh, Chuck is man-sitting us. So, you know, he let me do that. And, uh, well, I don't want to talk about the rest of it. It's uh, it ended badly. So Mogu, and... the way he explained it to me, check this out. He's like, you know how a cat can fall from a high thing and land on its all four legs? And I said, yeah. 
And he said, it didn't happen like that or something like that. And this is the, well, was the principal's dog. And right. Still is in spirit. (sighs) (laughs) Kevin, you're going to get us in so much trouble, dude. No, we're going to bury it. Oh. We're going to wash it under. The dog ran off, joined the coyotes. He's living his the dream life. Everything's good. Okay. Okay. So we need to forge a letter from the, the dog that's going away, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure that would help. Well, you could write in an anonymous one to the school paper. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Just don't mention names. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> so we're not going to try to replace. Well, this we're bound. We're bound to take care of each other. So nobody's going to say anything. But man, we got to get this done now before stuff starts happening. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> and anybody talk about what to say when the principal is back and ask for his dog? Oh, okay. Does does anybody? So we've heard lots of weird stuff about the loop, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Oh, okay. So would we have maybe seen like a hole that we think is loopish that would fit a dog? We could just throw him into. Well, no, we probably can't get near, like an near enough to a loop thing that we that we actively know. I think probably your your plan for the dry creek bed, have a little funeral for yeah. it. That's probably sufficient. Dig a hole. Okay, okay. Well. <laughs> okay, yeah, then that's what we're doing. We gravel up our shuttles and uh whatever um, if someone wants to say a few words they can bring something to read maybe a reading <laughs> from old yeller <laughs> or call of the wild maybe i think i think enzo carves a little <laughs> there we go a little wooden headstone that says good boy <laughs> kevin's okay with that because there's no names <laughs> all right so you have laid sargon to rest I think the next thing that we need to probably address is Enzo because uh, he was not at home when he was supposed to be at home. So it's probably by this time, five or six in the afternoon. See, we started on a Tuesday. So this is, I think, Thursday or Friday. I forget exactly how many days we spent. Uh, So your dad's not home yet. But when you... uh, Get into your room. You're putting things away. You look over at the terrarium where you had those two white rats. There's not two white rats there anymore. There is, however, a shoebox next to that terrarium that wasn't there before. Uh-oh. All right. We're going to looking at shoebox. Both rats are inside. Both of their necks have been broken. His dad is hardcore. Yeah, Enzo's just mortified. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah, well, I think... Is there anything... Can I notice anything besides the obvious that they're next to broken? Uh, you can make an investigate roll, I guess, if you like. Yeah, I think I'll do that first. Ah. Nope, so, no, you don't notice much of anything out of the ordinary there. You're pretty sure you know what happened, though. Are you going to wait around for your dad? I think first I'm going to have another burial. 
second time in one day. Um, and if, if I think it's my dad, then I tend to the, sort of pack up and go to someone else's house. Mm. Whose house are you going to go to? Uh, I think I'd go to Joe Mars. Yeah, the most kind of, you know, Big Brother-ish. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so I'm going to pack up my birding book and my uh, salamander and now, do you do you come to my front door, or do you come to the window, or what? what? Uh, I think we'll come to the window first. Okay. Tap on the glass. All right. Can we, Brian? Can we dialogue a little? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Enzo. What what's going on, man? Uh, hey, uh, you mind if I stay with you for a couple of days? Uh, sure. Yeah, man. Come on, come on in. Come on in. Yeah. Let me let me help you with that. Um, you got like. Your belongings? Are you are you running away? Not sure yet. I, I think I just need a few days. Okay. Uh, my dad's has never done something like this. I, I tell him about the the dead rats. Oh, dude, are you serious? Oh, that's not cool, man. Yeah, you 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 hang here, hang here with me, and and we'll just uh, you know it, if my parents ask, I'm just gonna say it's all cool and and just ask if you can. Like spend the night, you know. We'll 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 take care of the the other days. That I got you, man. I got you. Wow, dude, that's so scary, man. All right, um, Cody. Mm. When the group breaks up to go their separate ways, as soon as everybody's out of sight, uh, you're headed back to your house. Yep. And uh, you hear somebody say, "You, hey kid." I turn around. What do I see? Uh, you see Stacy. She looks really mad. Okay. She says, you owe me. You owe me big. Not only did the police come and shut down my house, but somebody called the cops on me personally. My mom is in town looking for me. So you owe me. I need a place to stay. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and Cody is literally freezing because he realizes that he can't can't take her home. That'd be a bad idea. Doesn't want to show her the hideout. So yeah, my my mind's spinning. Uh, I don't even think I've met you before. Are you? What was your name again? I'm Stacy, and you're Cody. And I know it was you that told. Uh well. Uh, ought to get back to you on that one. Can I try to charm her? <laughs> you can try it. In my horribly <laughs> debuffed state? No, okay. Didn't work. <laughs> I do owe you. But, alright, I, I have to be totally honest with you. I told my dad, so if you come with me, the, the police and your parents are only going to find you faster. Do I know any other way I can help her other than telling her about the hideout? Oh, no. <laughs> um, no basement or anything in the house? Tell her to go to the place where you came from. To where? Oh, that's true. Oh. That's a good idea. Oh. Wait. S Stacy, I, I know where your uncle is. Really? 
You know, you you found Knuckle Dong. Do you know how to sail a boat? I, I no, I've never been sailing in my life. Well, your uncle is on Sentinel Island out in the lake. At least last I saw him, he's in a he's in a place that's pretty uh, private. <laughs> that wasn't the solution that I had anticipated. Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, we just had this great boss fight if you want to head back to that <laughs> uh, She looks a little skeptical, but uh, she accepts accepts your your uh, recommendation. Um, but as she's walking away, she says, this doesn't clear, it bet- clear things between us. And she walks off. All right. <laughs> <sighs> I can't roll. <laughs> Not like this. So she sums up and you're basically like, nope, can't stay with me. Go that way. <laughs> <laughs> actually how'd you learn my name though i was just standing watch man well, that's a good question <laughs> actually uh yeah. since all four of your conditions are checked you're not even allowed to make rolls at this point you're broken oh really am i broken in addition okay yeah what that's that's the definition of broken is when all four other oh i see yeah cool <laughs> great all right is wow. there any else anything else uh dangling for kevin or mogu at this point i don't think so with the body gone, that's it. I kind of thought so. Oh, yeah, you had the, the dog thing. All right. So uh, the summer drags on. Uh, there's scattered reports of uh, birds being a little more aggressive than usual, but it's usually only in single birds or maybe groups of two or three at most. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the summer, there's a uh, a larger number of u- number than usual of birds that uh, die mysteriously, a lot of them with strange head injuries. You generally come to the conclusion that, oh, right, uh, Miss Peabody. Do you still have a, have Miss Peabody, or did you let her go? Mm, I Yeah, I'd probably let her go. I, I tried to talk to her, you know, like at the end of E.T., <laughs> but... Yeah, I think I'll let it grow. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good if she'd have seen that burial, dude. <laughs> That's true. No witnesses. Well, I mean, I mean, who'd believe a talking pigeon anyway? So I think you're okay. <laughs> Was she still able to talk? Yeah, yeah she could still talk. After we killed <laughs> Oh, dude, and I kept her. Part of the gang, though. We could right. keep her at the hideout. Because she's uh, a little bit more well taken care of, Enzo puts his budding veterinary skills to use. And uh, keeps her alive longer than the other birds. So she'll still be available in the next scenario. Especially after my recent loss, we were very attached to this. All right. Oh, so the chip's kind of killing them? Yeah, they they all pretty much suffer from infections as a result of the surgery in an extremely unsanitary place. Don Dixon eventually returns. So we need to take him to a vet and get surgery. You could try that. I don't know a whole lot of vets that'll be real uh, enthusiastic about treating a pigeon, but, you know, kids. <laughs> In any case, Don Dixon returns to his house for a few weeks and then mysteriously up and vanishes again, leaving Stacy behind. But since she was seen in his company and uh, the neighbors now know her, the hue and cry for the lost girl seems to have died down. Whether that's because Dawn came to some arrangement with her mom or not, uh, you don't know. Uh, She keeps her distance from you for the most part. And summer draws to a close, and it's almost time for school to start. Oh, man. (laughs) 
next week, we begin Chapter 2, Grown-Up Attraction. This has been Episode 2 of the Quantum Childhood Actual Play RPG, The Killer Birds Part 2. The music for this episode is entitled Relapse by White Hayes, generously provided by the YouTube No Copyright Music Library. The Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com.